1: Do you want some
2: uh, coffee, Mr. Tully? Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. We got one! It's time for another episode of Yes Have Some Podcast. Look at I'm in really bad shape. Come on, please, mom, please! Mom. Your weekly pop culture therapy session. Gimme, give gimme, give gimme. Give I need, mom. I need. Subscribe on iTunes by searching for Yes Have Some in the iTunes store or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Cast. Sick vandalism. That is a deliberate mutilation of a public service message. And now, hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed with your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. We're mutants. There's something wrong with us. Something very, very wrong
0: with us. I don't I think we should come up with our titles beforehand, and then we have to stick to whatever the title is, no matter what. Yeah, that's a good idea. No, remember the old... uh, Being
2: restricted to something?
0: Yeah, the the paper thing where you'd make a paper, like, I don't want to do gender stereotypes here, but girls in elementary school would make these paper Uh things that had a bunch of little answers in them, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and it would randomize your fate. Mm-hmm. It'd be like, who do you like? But you can't actually tell Oh, them. I remember like, those things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You don't get to pick who you, you like. You
2: pick a number, then you pick like the whatever, the corner, and then it like gives you a secret or yeah,
0: something. Yeah, and it's like, well, because of my number, it's Susie. I like Susie. Okay. Yeah. Um, what were those things yeah, we called?
2: We didn't do that in homeschool as much. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> we just played Gerald's game. <laughs> oh,
0: oh,
2: oh, shit. Oh, shit, y'all. You, just, you want to go there I just, already? No, I just read the book. No, full. What like, book? I was like. Gerald's Game. Gerald's Game. Just to go back and explain my joke. Yeah, now I just finished the book, so. Oh, cool.
0: I'm sure we'll mm-hmm. get to that.
2: That's
0: cool. Uh, welcome, everybody, to episode 72 of Yes, mm-hmm. Have Some podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg, and I'm here with my co-hosts, uh, who, though we've been together as a podcast for 72 episodes, I still miss you guys all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. I haven't seen Jake... I haven't talked to him in hours, and I miss him. So, Jake, welcome, welcome to the podcast. man. Hey, hey, I'm here. You're here.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Okay. So you I'm didn't. Here, I'm hey, being welcomed. You didn't hear. I like what I, it.
0: You didn't hear what I said, did you?
3: I, I did. What did you say?
2: I said we were just professing our undying love and affection for you, Jake, and how much we miss you.
3: I actually, I actually had to put my headphones down because I heard a a, a horn going off,
2: mm-hmm. and I
3: was like, "Is that my car alarm?" Oh shit! And I, I was like, "I need to go check that really quick." So I, I, I put the headphones down. I was like, "I'm going to be really quiet. No one's going to know for ten seconds that I'm gone." And I come back, and you're talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I,
0: what I, I was just
2: talking shit, so it's good.
0: What I was saying before you rudely just checked on the safety of your car <laughs> and your belongings was that we hadn't talked to you in a couple hours, but I missed you. That's what
3: I oh, said. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Am and I, I going to go back and listen to this episode and hear that that's not what you were saying? No, I'm
0: like, Inaccurate.
3: fuck Jake. Yeah, dude, he
2: is.
3: Yeah, dude, his, his...
2: What's with all the car noises anyway?
3: <laughs> what is Valdosta?
0: <laughs> is that even a state? Uh, it's not a state. Uh, no, 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 no! I was saying it's our seventy-second episode, and uh, we've got Abigail here. Hey, hey! Oh yeah, we got say it. hi.
2: Yeah, we should just say for our second seventy-second. Yes,
0: just you're finally here.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, welcome to any new listeners who have joined us over the last couple of weeks. We uh, mm-hmm. uh, we've been getting some messages and notifications from people that you're, they're enjoying the show. We had our interview last week mm-hmm. uh, with Carlos Wante, uh, creature designer, concept artist. We had a really good reception to that. I wanted to talk to you guys about that. Uh, right off the top, um, if you don't mind, how did you guys feel about the interview? I thought Carlos was awesome to talk to. I think he was like super candid and revealing about his career. I was almost surprised with how forthcoming he was. With, I mean, for lack of a better turn, he turn for lack of a better turn, he turned out to be talking some shit about. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude. The about I don't. I don't want to just say he was talking shit about Hollywood, but kind of the current he, state. He, of-
3: he had some stress.
2: Yeah. I felt like it was affirming more than anything because his stress was stress that we've all shared and talked about on the podcast since we started. Like, Jake, you've been talking about uh, how CGI affects monsters in ways that you don't like. And yeah. I feel like he was talking about the total lack of imagination um, behind, like, modern-day horror, and I think that's stuff that we've talked about, too. So it was very cool to have someone on that's a professional in that realm that's, like agreeing with us it so felt good <laughs> it almost felt
0: exactly. like exactly it felt like the politics like the fox news thing where it's like we're just gonna find a guy who like completely agrees with all of our opinions yes, and like get him on the show and be like we had no idea look at this like right. he's just uh so but yeah thanks to carlos man he he was awesome hopefully we can talk to him again because uh
2: well, i he's working on stuff
0: well yeah yes. he's work. he's got upcoming projects but mm-hmm. also like I feel like he could go on for days That too. about yeah. like I don't know designing. We just monsters. get him talking,
1: yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. I'm sure but, there's there's mo- there's many more episodes. We're gonna we're yes. gonna get him back on.
0: I mean, I'm thinking spinoff podcasts called uh, "Carlos Talks Shit About His Employers." Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: uh, I could listen to a podcast just about him at Andy Muschietti's like uh, the drawing table that he was talking about and oh, how yeah. like, stoked he was. Yeah, to get for back sure. to that. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. Uh, Let me spe- see more. See, I uh,
3: want I want to get him back on after maybe after Godzilla comes out so he can tell us some more of that stuff. I was mm-hmm. kind of bummed.
0: So he can tell us about how Could, he didn't use this stuff and why he's mad at. Like, yeah. Godzilla people?
2: Dude, I want those Snow Kong T-shirts. Wasn't that the concept that he had? That- he yeah, had some really snow cool snow stuff. Snow. Yeah, that it, looks. I just think that's super tight.
0: It was interesting when he was talking about Andy Muschietti's. Uh, his. Failed mummy project. Well, not failed, but uh, he was working on a reboot of the mummy for Universal before the scrapped. before the Tom Cruise mm-hmm. one. And yeah, they scrapped it. And I hadn't heard that before, but then I, I looked it up, and yeah, a couple years ago, it was in the uh, like on the movie websites were reported about it uh, that uh, it was a clash of visions. They did not. Uh, uh, they had creative differences, which seems to be like usually when there's creative like Andy
2: Buxton wanted something terrifying with like. <laughs> An iconic monster that's, like, visceral and gets under your skin, obviously. And then it sounds like the studio wanted Tom Cruise. It sounds like
0: the studio wanted... That cute girl. Like, this is how the mummy pitch went at Universal. We got Tom Cruise and we we're thinking, it. Oh, that's it. You're fine. Let's do it. That's don't all even, we need. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that mummy movie was not the mummy. They made some other movie and realized that it was kind of like a mummy movie. And
3: they're like, well, let's just call this the mummy. They just probably change. They, I mean, that happens a lot. That happens way more than I think people thinks it happens. It's where they'll just take a movie odd. and they'll say, "Hey, this is this is pretty close to this thing. Let's slap a different name on it."
0: Well, that's what's happening with like the Cloverfield movies right now.
3: Like- yeah, that's basically yeah, yeah. And you know what? The Cloverfield movie so far has been like the only movie where that has
1: worked. Right. <laughs> that's an
2: exception because I feel like it's being those scripts and those stories are being selected by like J.J. Abrams as like this is something that's good enough for the label instead of like it's like not the, a yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. Exactly. It
3: doesn't feel like the same. Um, it, it's not that same kind of lazy. Like the the same thing happened recently with like the this is not a great example because the movie kind of sucked, but um, the third open water movie that just came out. Okay. It, it wasn't originally open water. It was just, you know, a, a shark movie. And um, the studio was like, Hey, we'll buy it from you, but we're changing the name because we own the rights to open water. And then the same thing happened with, uh, I don't, you know, they're, they're like, I don't know, maybe 10 Hellraiser films.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And um, at a certain point, they get they get really bad really quick and uh, but there are like three in a row that were all completely different scripts and they were bought they had the Hellraiser name slapped on them and then they just like threw in Pinhead at kind of like at the last minute and you can tell when you're watching them
2: <laughs> here yeah. comes
3: here comes Pinhead to make it a Hellraiser movie
0: I say uh,
2: yeah but those I haven't seen those are on my list to watch so well, let's watch the hey. first one. Maybe we'll get to the yeah. First maybe one we'll this. do that. Just
0: yeah. watch. Uh, uh, actually, the first Hellraiser is available on Hulu for anybody who has a Hulu account. Check it out. For me, for you, it's
3: very good. It's very good. It's one of my favorites. Um. So
0: I think with what works with Cloverfield is that it almost works better if you've got like JJ Abrams and and Bad Robot seeking out scripts that could fit into the Cloverfield world because I feel like if you put out like a notification like, "Hey, we want Cloverfield type movies," you might get. Like the, the, what worked with 10 Cloverfield Lane, it felt like a very original story. And even though it was in the quote unquote Cloverfield universe, they didn't like try to like kind of back it into that and try to force, like, force it in where it maybe didn't fit. Um, But it still had kind of an overall tone and feeling that kind of was similar to the first Cloverfield. Yeah, exactly. The
2: thread was so loose to connect them directly. yeah,
0: Yeah. I think if you keep it like thematic, that's, that's a good That's thing. That's the way to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the way to go. Mm-hmm.
2: So top notch, high quality, good stuff.
0: Congratulations to JJ Abrams.
2: Hey, you're doing good, buddy. The <laughs> <He's, Did> Yes <laughs> Have Some podcasts. is yes. I'm
3: sure I'm sure he needed that a he little is. bit of encouragement.
0: Hey, we've got enemies of the podcast, and we also have people that we like to put on our shoulders and celebrate.
2: Future friends.
0: Future friends of the podcast. <laughs> JJ Abrams. <laughs> I like them. Um, but in all coming
2: for you. JJ
0: JJ I'm like,
1: just
0: hey, JJ. You. <laughs> J, J, I'm walking down the road. JJ! JJ. He, like, turns around. I'm, like, hiding in the bushes. Uh, I mean, let's face it. JJ Abrams has kind of had his hands on things that we, as a podcast, all adore, including Lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, <laughs> Cloverfield and Mm. uh, I don't know Star Wars I didn't watch Alias though have you guys watched Alias? Mm. never seen it no Mm. should we watch Alias?
2: I've had recommendations it's probably good right? yeah tell me to watch it so
0: should we stop what we're doing right now right
2: now and
0: watch Alias? Mm
2: -hmm. the
3: entire
0: thing the entire (laughs) thing (laughs) and we'll come back and like
2: We'll have a new podcast.
0: <laughs> we'll have a new mm-hmm. show called a- Yes, Have Some Alias. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Uh, so thank you to Carlos Wante for spending some time with us. Very generous with his time last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we appreciate that. We appreciate all the feedback that we got. The
2: candor and honesty and all that.
0: Um, but we at the end, we kind of touched on Batman Forever a little oh, bit. yeah. Dude. But we didn't get too Mm-mm. detailed. No. So maybe next time. Mm-hmm. But he basically was like, because Abby and myself, we were talking about how we liked Batman Forever. I he- was ready
2: to get my Riddler costume on and like prove it. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna tag you in photos and let you know. But yeah. I was like, no, <laughs> He he
0: was like, oh, I've never heard anyone say they like Batman Forever. <laughs> <laughs> so that was pretty cool. So, mm-hmm. um, Very cool. So what else? What what has been going on in the world of the Yes Have Some crew? I know we've got a big month coming up, mm-hmm. right? So October, yep. uh, we mm-hmm. got Halloween coming up. Mm-hmm. Everyone's getting excited.
2: Mm-hmm. I decorated my window. <laughs> Dude,
0: how's your window?
2: It's looking good. Okay. I, yeah. I went to Target and I got some lights and some fake blood clings for my window. And I did like a red rum uh, with lipstick. I drew that on there and I got my laptop out and like did it like screen accurate. And it was a ton of fun. And as I was decorating my kitchen window, I was like, oh my God, I talk about my horror window like on our podcast all the time. So it's kind of cool to have an actual physical <laughs> horror window I like in the house. It, it was is so
0: cute. It was very important for the neighborhood to have a screen accurate red rum. But I wanted but to do the
2: right letters backwards. But here's my
3: question about. though. Is it is it like does it say red rum from inside the house like if you're oh, you know God. in or or no. from people like or is it for the people outside? So like if the people outside look people in outside. does it just say murder?
0: Yeah, it does. Yes.
3: Okay. So it's, it's right fantastic. for you. That's how I would do it too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we don't want them thinking we have red rum in here. This, no, no, this no, 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 I don't. This isn't some sort of open bar Yeah, No, I don't need to knock at the door. Um, so, Jake. So, we, I almost just asked Jake if he decorates for Halloween, but like, if you guys, we haven't done this, but the inside, like, we've got a pretty cool toy collection. But I told Jake this the other day. Every time I see his collection, I go, "Fuck, that's a now that's mm, a collection." Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so Respect. The inside of Jake's house already looks like. Halloween, mm-hmm. but yeah. better, well curated, yeah. Yeah, right. uh,
2: but so look like, museum to Halloween, Jake. Mm-hmm.
0: You, you don't have any yeah. decorations,
3: do you? Like like legitimate Halloween decorations? Yeah, like a pumpkin, um, like you a, a little
2: twinkle light. <laughs> no, I You're
3: did. I did flickering? pick up some. Uh, I did pick up some stuff from Target this year, though, because they have like a. Um, they have a pretty cool like Universal Monster selection this year. Oh, that's right. like kind of exclusive to Target, and they have some. They have some like little cheap plastic masks but they're you know like Frankenstein and a creature from the Black Lagoon and then they have these little figures that are kind of uh, they're kind of cute they have like big heads and kind of small bodies but they're the they're universal monsters and I, I bought a couple of those and uh, they have now joined you know the permanent collection They're the they're monster not like...
1: squad yeah
3: yeah they joined with the rest so dude
0: that's
2: great
3: uh, I kind of feel like universal
0: so here's the thing we, we make fun of the mummy a lot um, the Mummy was not successful in the United States of America <laughs> this year. But worldwide, because Tom Cruise is still such a name, such a name, great name, this mm-hmm, Tom Cruise, this, right? Yeah, uh-huh. uh, that movie was very... They don't
2: have Go Clear or something. Yeah, they don't, they don't, know, about they don't know about Scientology in like, China right, or whatever.
0: Right, right. Um, <laughs> so that movie was actually very successful, but it makes me wonder what happens with the quote-unquote dark universe. Like, will they go forward with their original plans, do they see the error of their ways? Like, uh, my personal preference is...
2: I I love if they remake Monster Squad, then bring them all back that way.
0: I'm surprised they're not remaking Monster Squad. We watched Monster Squad this week. Mm -hmm. What did you
3: think? For me. I was about to say, you're asking me, I've already seen
2: it. Yeah, I I saw it for the first time this week. I loved it. I thought it was a bunch of fun. Yeah, it was raunchy 80s and, like, (laughs) extremely entertaining.
0: It was entertaining, and those, like it feels like with, like with, with it now. I feel like there's a stu- like whoever owns the rights to Monster Squad. Like as soon as it hit huge at the box office, like they probably put a Monster Squad reboot like into the fast track because if
2: only for the Stephen King role seizure, which. I can now wear and not be a fake fan so I'm really excited about ordering my own now.
3: Were you worried about that?
2: Well, I didn't know necessarily. Like I knew it was from a movie, but obviously You didn't know the origin. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So now that now that I do, I have the, to have it.
3: You know the thing, I don't, I don't know that they will do it. I think it I think it 100% depends on what they're going to do with these with the dark universe because if they're going to go forward with that, then they're not going to they're not going to allow those characters to be out in another form. Like they're mm-hmm. not going to be making movies you know, with Frankenstein and the Wolfman in it, if they're also planning on rebooting Frankenstein and the Wolfman, I, I don't. I think it's going to depend. If if they if they decide like, hey, the mummy didn't work, let's do something different. Then maybe they would reboot Monster Squad. Or I could also see them rebooting Monster Squad and it just being completely different monsters, mm. which would be stupid. But mm-hmm. I I could see them doing that. Why not
0: reboot Monster Squad and make it classic horror film? like modern horror film like imagine monster like Square. freddy and jason yeah. and freddy fucking... jason michael myers <laughs> asks, whoa that would wait a minute yes that's what i want to see actually. yeah the
2: monsters from our childhood being the it's literally like the same thing they did with it like right. going and updating it yeah that would be a here's, very nice here's
0: the here's the question in the in monster squad frankenstein's monster uh turns face and befriends the little girl It's kind of the total good,
3: baby, kind of baby good. face right. yeah who's the good guy who who, who, would, who would be like?
2: Yeah, Freddy. Freddy by far is oh, in my opinion. God, it bad. would.
3: Oh, it would not be Freddy. You don't think um,
2: Freddy never really had good intentions uh, for kids, no, did he? Yeah, yeah. You don't think? I
0: think I do think Fred Freddy would try
3: to get close to the kids, but I don't
0: think he's gonna he, try, yeah. but he's not gonna
2: be. Yeah, he's not gonna try inside. I could on his side. I
3: could see them. I could see them trying to do that with Jason, only because they did that with Jason in Freddy versus Jason.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. Right.
3: They like yeah. kind of made him sympathetic and right.
2: Yeah, he just hates his mom. It's-
3: made him the the good guy in that battle, so yeah. I could see them trying to do it. Wouldn't make it. Wouldn't really make sense, but uh, you know, I could see that.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah well, because. Frankenstein's monster is kind of a tragic character, so I'm trying to think who's the tragic character of the modern-day slasher. Maybe Matthew Lillard from Scream. Math,
3: it is Matthew uh-huh. Lillard. Yep, it's, it's him. Twin
0: Peaks. <laughs> you
3: hit me with the phone, dick! Yes. He <laughs> would just like... I'm
0: feeling you. a little
3: woozy here.
2: Right.
0: <laughs> uh, I love Scream so much. Yes. It's um, such a good...
2: I totally so see that team of, That yeah. Nev Campbell? Not that Nev
0: Campbell. Oh, it's a cute movie. It's a good looking movie. Wait, are we about to watch Scream? Mm hmm. All right, Alias, then Scream. So mm-hmm. Then, all set up. We podcast. So, Monster Squad reboot, will it happen? We don't know, but I say do it with modern We slasher. started the
2: rumor, yeah? Yeah.
0: Or maybe they just don't have the rights to anything good, and it turns out to be like Candyman, Dr. Giggles, <laughs> uh,
2: The Bye Bye Man.
0: The Bye Bye Man. <laughs> Uh, and maybe the little uh, little Sam from Trick or Treat. Hmm.
2: I liked Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat's great. I watched that for the first time this week also.
0: Tell us your thoughts on that. Let's just Dude, knock it Dude, I
2: thought it was a fun romp. I thought it was super spooky and scary, and I liked the uh, interweaving of, like, the different tales, kind of like a la Creep Show. It kind mm-hmm. of felt a lot, like, an homage to that, and I enjoyed that. Um, I thought Sam was adorable. I loved nothing more than, like, menacing little adorable assholes. Mm-hmm. And that's what he was. And I loved the way that he looked uh, once the mask was pulled off in the end of the movie. I loved flipping tropes on their head. And I loved uh, the direction that the movie took in ways that I didn't anticipate. And I just thought it was overall extremely fun and surprising and delighting. What
0: I liked about Trick or Treat was that everybody says it's oh, it's like an anthology. And even though there's a bunch of different stories going on, I thought it was going to be, like five completely different stories that were like thematically connected but Mm -hmm. i like that it was all like in that one night
3: and it all comes together it all you kind of there's like there's There's like like scenes in one where when you're watching the next story you're like oh what is this and then you and Mm -hmm. you're watching the next story and you see that happen or you see some of the same things happen from different perspectives it's
2: it's fun yeah. That takes careful storytelling, and you can <clears throat> tell it's not just jumbled together at yeah. the end. Kind of like yeah. It, it, oh, like
0: that. that. movie has a cult following, and I think, it, um, I, think I
3: understand why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think I, – I, Craig, I think I told you this over the phone. I don't think I've – since you guys hadn't seen this, I hadn't mentioned this on the show before, but I was a little embarrassed because for a long time I wouldn't watch that movie because I just – I thought it looked dumb. <laughs> and uh, I remember it was on Netflix for a long time, and the picture that they had used – I remember it was just like, wasn't the best picture. And just to me, it looked, I was like, Oh, well that looks cheap and dumb. I was just like, I don't want to watch. It just looks stupid. I don't want to watch it. And I just kind of got that mindset and then I started seeing a lot of people talk about it, and one day I was home, and I was like, you know what, I'm going wa- to fuck it. I'm going to put this movie on. And I, on, I, I on and I put it on. I'm watching it.
2: I'm fucking fuck doing it. it. I'm
3: fine. <laughs> fine. I'll watch it. Watching. I put it on, and it immediately felt stupid because how much I liked it. I was like, how much
2: oh, you hated
1: God, the picture? I feel like an Jake's idiot. yes. Uh,
3: hey, we've Sorry. all prejudged movies on
1: Netflix
0: mm. by the preview image. Mm. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't watch Ghost Heads for a year.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: dude.
0: Um, That's the
2: real horror.
0: Spoiler alert, if you've ever flipped through and seen Ghost Heads on Netflix, let let it, uh, so Netflix now has a, uh, like, if you hover over the image of the, the movie or whatever for a couple seconds, it plays, like, some clips uh, from the movie. Just the best parts. Just the best parts. I'm not going to lie, if you've ever been flipping through and seen Ghost Heads, you might have seen a couple members of the Yes Have Some hey. podcast, including all three of us. Whoa. In, in a still <laughs> Image. Hey. Hey. Uh but if you didn't watch it, we totally understand. That's it's another story time. for another time. Yeah. All right, <laughs> we'll cool. watch, uh, uh, Real so yeah, or Trick or Treat, like. great. We've been we've been catching up on movies. We've mm-hmm. just been lounging. All of us have been like, Jake, have you watched anything this week uh worth worth noting? Any recommendations for the audience?
3: <laughs> are you just trying to get me to tell you on air the movies that I watched this yeah. week? Yes. yes, you know pretty, what they are. Pretty much I I um had a couple of firsts this week and yeah. I watched um Dirty Dancing.
1: Ooh. And I also
3: watched Ghost. Okay. Did you have Both the time the of
0: your life?
3: Now, Jake, Both was it for hard... the first time. Now, Jake,
0: was it hard to see, was it hard to watch a movie with a ghost and not be inclined to want to capture it for all eternity and put it into a... Uh...
2: Oh, you mean to bust?
3: Yeah. You didn't want to
2: bust. I
0: had so uh, many Patrick. questions
3: about when I was watching the movie. I was just like, wait, well, why? At first, I was like, well, wait, how come? how come that guy just broke some glass? Why can't he do it? And then I was like, how is he on this train? How come he can't touch things, but he can stand on a train? How come he's not falling through the train? How come he's not... You know, as you watch the movie, like they answer a couple of those reason. questions. Right, right. But uh, you know Intra- what? You're introducing I, logic into the world of Patrick Swayze. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Into and I should have known world. better to do so. That's okay. I, I loved both movies, by the way. You loved them both. Um, I thought they were both great.
0: Abby and I have had this talk about... We're, we're going there. We're, dirty Dancing. We're having the Dirty Dancing yeah, talk. Yeah, it's finally. got a
2: secret, uh, you know, what? A what? Shushmortion. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not so... Yeah. Surprise, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's a surprise. Yeah. You didn't see it coming, yeah. though. It's one of those. Oh. No. It's a
2: great movie, though.
0: Well, it's it's the coming-of-age tale of a young woman oh. and her desperate desire to dance. What is that movie Did you, about?
2: Jake just saw it, so why doesn't...
0: I yeah. know what Dirty Dancing's about. Okay. Look, they're in the Catskills, mm-hmm. and... I like that all the-
2: I grew up on like the TV version like the TBS version so a lot of it was censored and then yeah. I remember watching it with my dad at one point yeah. and being like on oh, so- uh,
0: TBS it was uh, a yeah. clean dancing. Oh,
2: exactly.
3: um, <laughs>
0: it's
2: cleaned up.
3: No, that movie's good. It's it's always like better
0: than you
3: expect it
1: to be. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, um, that's ha- that's what it was. It wasn't the I mean, it was kind of nothing like what I thought it was going to be. Uh, I mean, I expected there to be a lot of dancing, which there was, but still, like, there's an actual plot to this movie that isn't the kind of plot you you would think from a movie called Dirty Dancing, you know, so.
0: What I like about Dirty Dancing is, like, everybody knows the famous line, nobody puts baby in the corner, mm -hmm. Um, but if you've never seen it before, I I remember watching, I don't, gosh, I don't remember who it was, but they were waiting for that line the entire movie, and I think... By time it finally came, like, they were so mad that they were like, God, why? It's all way the, – like, they got really focused on – It's at the end. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. famous line being uh. at the end. Of, and I remember being like, why is that what you're focused on right now? Like, because <laughs> uh, it's almost the whole thing like, like when – Like going
2: you see a band to play one song.
0: Yeah, like that. Or when people see a trailer for a movie and, like, there's a part in the trailer that they think is funny. And then they see the movie and that part's not in the movie. And then they get mad. I'm like, well, why do you care? You already saw it. <laughs> Uh, yeah right <laughs> this is all very hypothetical mm-hmm. i don't know who these people like notice i'm not infusing any names yeah like oh this <laughs> person i was watching dirty dancing with one time uh i'm not gonna lie that story could have been completely fabricated we'll have to, yeah. we'll never find out like, or
2: you. it
3: could have, it could have been you it, it was, was just me. like <laughs> yeah. It was me.
0: yeah i remember this so one
2: I'm there and i'm just waiting
0: this one guy you know he he was waiting for you know you know, the the big the famous line from the movie. and like He got really, anyways. Uh, cool. So, yeah, Jake's been catching up on uh, Patrick Swayze. Mm-hmm.
1: We've mm-hmm. been
0: catching up on, uh, we watched Beauty and the Beast. The, guys, let's face it. We watched a lot of stuff this week. Mm-hmm. But I don't think the S have some podcast audience really cares about Craig and Abby and Jake's thoughts on the Beauty and the Beast live action remake. No,
2: but we did watch The Thing. So. We did watch that
0: The Thing, good. too. Jake, by the way, real quick. Yeah. Have you seen
3: Beauty and the Beast, the new one? <laughs> um we had it on at the shop i wasn't able to really pay attention to all of it i saw pieces of it okay i liked it yeah okay so that's fine i gave it
2: a like i gave, I gave it, it a like, like.
1: yeah gave it a like.
3: didn't i didn't love what i saw but i didn't see enough to like judge the movie as a whole right
2: yeah it wasn't like a game changer or a life changer yeah um yeah
3: changed my life for two hours
2: yeah it was a, it was a <laughs> nice departure from gerald's game
0: yeah, right. right. It was
2: something beautiful and romantic. and I just don't know why they kept lying. calling
0: Hermione Beast the whole time. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, cool. We've got a big month coming up, guys. It's October. Uh, we're we're, we're kind of pre-planning what our month's going to look like as far as the Yes Have Some podcast world goes. But I do know that we're going to be tackling uh, a bunch of horror movies, right? So we've got all these horror movies that we want to watch. Uh, and share our thoughts and uh, kind of roundtable them with the, uh, with the intent on entertaining the Yes I Have Some podcast listening audience. But what we want you guys to do is if you have any suggestions at all for movies or series of movies, horror movies, sci-fi horror that you'd like us to talk about over the next month, definitely get on Facebook.com slash Yes Have Some cast or Facebook uh, group therapy. And uh, let us know because we want to tackle the things that you guys want to hear about. Uh and I know you guys are pretty vocal with uh,
3: We should put a it. poll up or something We should, we should put, put poll- like some kind of poll and see what People's you know favorite Favorite of like uh, you know the, the big franchises are and maybe whatever Wins we can we could do an episode Specifically about that franchise Or I don't know I'm I'm spitballing here live I like on, it though. on the episode. Build
0: your own monster yeah. squad. Well, here's the thing. I no matter what, I don't think Dirty Dancing is going to win.
2: No, I don't but, think that's going to be on. there. But we'll put
0: it on there because like we kind of touched on, on it a little bit. But I yeah. think like a deep dive is necessary. Yeah, like, guys. What do you think? I mean,
2: let's get in that corner. Let's
0: get in that like that deep. Let's just
2: spend an entire episode on that.
0: <laughs> the deep V neck of, mm-hmm. of Patrick Swayze. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the way, yeah.
2: slowly trace our finger around that armpit
0: couples who are getting married and putting up your viral (laughs) videos on YouTube of you doing the dirty dancing, uh, ending number at your wedding. It's been done. You don't have to do that. People do that. I can only
2: do that in the pool. That's where I haven't
0: been swimming in so long. Yeah. Okay. It's tough. Um, cool. So I did want to make that announcement. So go to our uh, Facebook page, facebook.com slash yes, have some cast. And I, we will put up a poll in group therapy, which is our uh, official Facebook group. And, uh, We'll give you guys some options. Like, I know we want to talk about Child's Play. I know we want to talk about Halloween. I know we want to talk about Nightmare on Elm Street. All, all the all the hits. But maybe there's like a series of movies. Maybe you guys want us to talk about Pumpkinhead. Maybe uh, Children of the Corn. I don't know. Uh, maybe Jonathan Davis of the band Corn.
3: <laughs> Whatever we happens. We could do that. We could do that. Should we do a Corn episode? Yeah. We'll just do a whole Corn episode. I'm, I'm down.
0: Okay. I'm totally down. Chapter one. You're at a hot topic. Uh huh. You're buying a long sleeve <laughs> mesh shirt.
2: Okay.
3: And then
0: uh where do, do you get
2: you... the goggles too? Yes. You get goggles. Mm-hmm. Freak on a um, leash
3: or yes. or follow the leader. What, mm-hmm. what are we what are we talking?
0: Um issues. Mm-hmm.
1: There
3: you issues. Go. That
0: oh, was yeah. a good one.
2: It's a good album. Uh that is then, it's not used. a family value. And
0: then we're working on a... um
2: <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> I like that.
0: Um another housekeeping note, we are working on uh Getting Dan Schoening, uh to join us, uh, Ghostbusters IDW artist Dan Schoening, Uh Talked to him at Dragon Con, and we were like, hey, man, come on the show. We'll talk. He was like, yeah, totally. Um,
2: you guys talk about horror movies? Can we talk
0: about something that's not the Ghostbusters comic book? We are like, sure. <laughs> why not? Yeah. Um, he's a big horror fan, so maybe we'll we'll get in contact with Dan and ask him what he wants to talk about. Maybe it's some obscure Canadian horror film series that we've never even heard of, like Killer Hockey Players or... Like really nice serial killers who drink mm. and Ice. Mm. Okay, is that no
2: super polite killers?
0: Come on, I need more Canadian st- uh, stereotypes. Okay, here. got it. Nothing.
2: No. Nope.
0: Beer. Yeah, beer. Oh, she took maple mine. syrup. Uh, cool. Um, so cool. Let's get. Let's just get this out of the way. Abby, you've mentioned it a couple times. We're all Stephen King fans here.
2: Oh, is this just going to help Abby loosen up a little bit if she talks about?
0: I mean, I feel like trauma. you're. Sh- I feel like. I, is this stress? We're going to the stress now.
2: Sure, why not?
0: We're going to the stress. Dive You guys ready to do get it. stressed? Do All it. Right. You guys cool. have
2: Netflix. You look a little stressed. Is this some radical new therapy? Why don't you do something with your life? <laughs> <laughs> no, God, now you want to get nuts. Come on, let's get nuts. You know what's coming.
0: You know what's coming, Abigail Gardner.
2: About a day and a half.
0: What's stressing you out?
2: A little book called Gerald's Game, okay, uh, which I finished today. um, I read over the last, I don't know, a couple weeks, three weeks, something like that. And it has been a harrowing, strenuous, uh, tough read for me. It was definitely one of the, it's by far the most traumatic uh, book I've read thus far by Stephen King. And it's still a Stephen King book, so I had to, like, carry on and finish with it. Um, What year? It's 92. 92, gotcha. Um... But yeah, I don't want to spoil anything for anybody, and I don't want to like dive way too deep. Um, but I did want to read this book because there is a Netflix movie that's premiering this Friday. Uh, Mike Flanagan is the director, and I read an interview with him today, which he states that he has wanted to make this movie for like what, like nineteen years—a very long time. Well, it was or since f- he was nineteen when he read it, it so was a I'd funny. Say.
0: It was a funny interview with the guy who's directing Gerald's Game, and he was like. Basically what he said was Gerald's Game is his favorite Stephen King book.
2: Yeah, he would carry it around with him when he would go to like interviews. With yeah, he would take meetings and say this was his dream project. Yeah,
0: and yeah, and he he basically has wanted to do a Gerald's Game movie. Uh his entire professional career and he's getting to do it. Mm-hmm. So, uh that's pretty cool. Yeah, and
2: I watched the trailer too that accompanies that and uh it looks really good. Yeah. And like I said, finishing the book, it was like it it made my heart pound. A lot of it is extremely difficult to get through. Like as a female reading it, um, Jake, I was talking to you in a group chat with another friend of ours who's read it um, and who's a female, and so I kind of felt like I had like a support group to connect mm-hmm. with. Well, and we that don't was want to helpful. spoil.
0: Like if you're trying to uh, avoid all spoilers, you can turn it down. But we should talk about a little bit of detail, like what. So what you've alluded to the book being a tough read. What is the it's
2: a tough read on a lot of levels okay. just like the 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 level of like uh, well I guess there's there's some traumatic like uh like sexual stuff in there like there's flashbacks to um like molestation and like really difficult like family stuff and uh, but that stuff is there in order to it you get behind that character and get inside the psyche of this woman who's trapped inside of a cabin who's chained to a bed and in order to break free like physically in in the real world, she has to like mentally face her deepest darkest fears and her like like the the most traumatic experience of her life um, and you go back into the past in order for her to deal with that like as she 's going through g- dream sequences and like flashbacks she's able to if you read the book, you know, she, she fights and it's like the triumph of the human spirit for her to get out of the room and to get out of the chains that, that bind her. And it actually is an extremely empowering read as a female. And like, I was like up in the air excited at the, finally by the end of the book, um, because she does make it out. And like, I read just to get to that part and it's a testament to the book and to Stephen King's writing that it like grabs you and scares the fuck out of you. And it's just, I would say this book is like, I'm, I'm not like, Jumping out and telling everyone to read it. I'd almost... I almost want to put, like, a disclaimer, like, hey, it's definitely hard, difficult material, like... Well, real quick, so... Be careful treading, I don't know, because it was very difficult for me to read, but it's fucking Stephen King, so of course I'm going to read it.
0: For the sake of the podcast, I also made a pact to read the book, um... I didn't, and I'm not going to, but I did <laughs> I was make gonna the pact. going to say, no,
2: you're not. No,
0: I made a pact, though, and that's important for me to make that pact. I'm not going to follow through, but I just want to let you guys know I'm there with you on this one. Now, Jake, you have Yo. your Drills game. Yes. You're also a giant Stephen King fan. Yep. Uh, what, um, what, what, I mean, we should talk about it a little bit. What You read it pretty recently, right?
3: I read it, um, yeah, I read it a little while back. Pretty recently, but a little while back.
0: Okay, and what, I mean hearing what Abby's kind of loose, uh, thoughts are, um, do you kind of align with those thoughts? Did you have kind of a different take or? Uh... No,
1: I,
3: I, I like that book a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't expecting the, um, the molestation stuff. I, I wasn't expecting that at all because like when you, when you hear about Gerald's game, pretty much all you hear about is like, okay, it's a woman handcuffed to a bed and something mm-hmm. happens. So yeah. I wasn't expecting that stuff. And there's a good bit of it. Um, but
2: the oh, rest we're of having the book, some fun now. Oh, we're having oh, yeah. fun now. Well there, it's like the stuff with her being chained to the bed and like getting out and like the how graphic and difficult that and violent that was. Like I, I could handle that more so than some of the flashbacks. But also it's like reading Stephen King books, like you wanna you read for the fucked up shit and you, you wanna be shaken to your core and that's what like art is there for and what catharsis is, so like I'm not in any way saying that this book was like too difficult to handle. I'm just saying this was a very rough read, and like it was it was it scaring, is and it was yeah scary, it is it was dark, but it had some really fucking cool shit in it too, and it had some triumphant moments and some stuff that I fucking loved so it's I, dark you
3: know, it's dark in a way that Stephen you King. usually don't expect Stephen King mm-hmm. books to be dark, but it still kind of comes around, and it's not just that there is some like there's some gross stuff there there's some really good. You know, there's some good stuff in it. I liked it a lot, and a lot of people hate it. Um, it's got a really weird ending. That kind of like it's kind of a twist. It kind of comes out of nowhere, mm-hmm. but it's it's great and it's really fun. And when I heard they were making a movie, I was like, oh shit, this yeah. is gonna be weird. This is gonna be weird. Yeah. Um, but it looks great. Like the the trailer looks good. It looks pretty fateful from what they're showing. Yeah, and uh, it's getting good reviews.
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you saw that they're doing the solar eclipse and all that stuff, so you saw a flashback scene. But I ha- I want to see what they do with the ending stuff because I found that to be extremely entertaining and, like, Silence of the Lambs territory, like, weird, fucked-up shit that I, I can dig that and handle that almost more so than some of the, the other material in the book. But I'm excited to see what it's going to be, and I'm going to watch it on Friday, so we'll definitely be talking more about it.
0: You guys have both told me in the last... Well, Jake just said it, I mean... It's a polarizing book. Like there are people who s- so there was an article today, I think Variety. Somebody said uh, Stephen King's worst book makes one of his best movies. Like that's kind of a cl- that's like a that's clickbait yeah. kind of title.
3: It is. But, yeah, that's stupid.
0: It's but I mean what what like I mean Stephen King's books are very often uh, extremely violent and go uh, sometimes over the top with you know gore
2: and the descriptions of. Yeah, um, I mean, what? What? But that's why I fucking read them, like literally, like <clears throat> that's why I go after those kind of things, and I've always chased contraband. And I think
3: a lot of people, I think a lot of people don't finish this book. I feel like a lot of people who are just, who say they hate it probably get to that section, and they probably put it down, and they and they mm-hmm. probably don't finish it.
2: Hmm. I took it as a challenge, honestly, and like it felt like Beverly Marsh's character like but just pushing the limit and pushing the envelope even further like in exploring that territory and I think the thing about Gerald's game that differentiates it from it is that when you're reading it there's the losers club and there's like all the beauty and wonder of like friendship and that bond and like there's a lot of sweetness and goodness in that book and Gerald's game because you're stuck inside of like one room with one character who has voices inside of her head there are like maybe two of them that are semi-positive like her therapist and her old best friend's voice but you don't have a lot of really like just like happy or good or like positive in the book to balance out some of that darkness but in like defense of the book by the end of it It all comes around, and she makes her way out, and she's safe and laying in bed, and the very last three pages of the book, I literally shed tears and held the book to my heart for as much as it traumatized me because it's Stephen King imparting his fucking wisdom like he always does in the last three pages of the book in a really eloquent way, and I would go back and read those pages and those words to inspire me, like, at any point in the future, so, like... It's weird. It's but that's life and that's I think Stephen King's a fucking genius. So maybe I love this book. I don't know. Okay. Maybe I just talked myself into liking it because at the end of it it's like she's out on the other end and I as a Stephen King fan and as a reader wanted to read through to the very end of that book. So if yeah. I start something I'm going to finish it.
0: Right.
2: That's that's what I have to say about Gerald's game. There you
0: go. Thank that's you. Gerald's you game. You
2: go girl. You go Jesse Burling game. She's doing good. I
3: thought you were talking to yourself. No, I I'm didn't think yeah, Maybe was, like, herself. That maybe I her. needed
2: to have a talk. Um, we'll see. Down.
3: We'll we'll watch the movie and and yeah, next we'll week see. you know we'll touch on it and we'll see kind yeah. of yeah you we'll know we'll, we'll what
2: we think. Oh hey, <laughs>
3: somebody's gonna
0: touch everyone. On it. yeah. uh,
2: it's good and maybe it's not the first book that you should grab if you're interested in Stephen King. But like, if also, you
0: are interested in Stephen King, what's the
3: first book you should grab?
2: It or The Shining?
0: Okay,
2: yeah. I'd say Carrie. I, I, Jake would maybe not say Carrie.
3: I, w- I wouldn't say Carrie. I would say The Shining,
0: maybe. Yeah. I want to write a new version of Carrie. It's a modern update. It's called Gary.
2: Okay. and uh, Gary's Sinise. Yeah, it's Gary Going to Homecoming. No, no. It's just okay. it's Gary Busey. And
0: uh, they dump pig's blood on him. And he likes it, though. He's in Okay. Okay. Uh, and he freaks out. And, uh, uh,
2: I wanted to do that for Stephen King's birthday. I wanted to do like a fake ice bucket challenge, but like with pig's blood.
0: Pig's blood. hmm You just challenge just yourself. Just like a fun goof. The pig's blood <laughs> challenge. Should we start that on Yes, Amazon? Oh. Um. Cool. So, well, thank you for that stress. You're welcome. In other Stephen King news, Jake, did you read about this? The Mist television series
2: mm. on Spike TV dun, dun, dun. has been
0: canceled.
3: Yeah, I did, and that's amazing because it was awful. Yeah,
0: okay. okay. I never even saw it, so. Um, sorry, The Mist. Sorry. You, what's the phrase? You. You were the weakest link. <laughs> okay, is that the that, phrase? That's the one. Okay. You fired. Yeah whatever happened to that guy you kicked out of the press. grocery store all right cool um so well thank you i know in, in all seriousness i know that 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 was a tough read and some of that stuff's not fun to talk about but as stephen king fans a lot w- what we've learned is a lot of our listeners love stephen king mm-hmm. and are also looking for like recommendations and things like that so uh maybe over the next week or two as you come down from reading if the book you gotta
2: read it grab a friend Basically, because it feels good to have other people to talk to. And yeah, it, you. you, you reading well, it like you it's said, scary.
0: Uh, Jake, she, Abby said that uh, she talked as she was reading uh, Gerald's game. She was in constant contact with you,
1: with constant uh, <laughs>
0: readers, with constant readers. It's mm-hmm. uh, kind of like a support system. So I like that. Mm-hmm. That's some real stress. That's mm-hmm. good stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and uh, Jake, if uh, there's any other Stephen King books that are completely terrifying. Uh, <laughs> just uh, yeah. give us a little forewarning over here.
2: <laughs> I feel like yeah. I, I need to read, like, I did, his baseball I didn't, wanna, like, <laughs> I didn't want
3: to, like... I didn't want to spoil anything.
2: Yeah, yeah, of course. And I wouldn't want to be spoiled, so, yeah. It's, like, that kind of thing. Like, if you can't take the heat, like, if you're going into it, like, you're reading Stephen King books. Like, yeah. You know what's
0: up. Cool. Well, thank you. Um, Jake, what's up, man?
3: Yo, what's going on?
0: Well, uh, earlier... Earlier in the show, we talked about Stephen King's book, Gerald's Game. Uh huh. And,
2: uh, we
0: really appreciated your input. Gonna you go back to the well. Um, do you have any stress of your own this week that you'd like to uh, talk about?
3: You know, um, I read, so do you remember we were talking about um, uh, Chris Columbus came out and he was like, oh, they're making gremlins. He was like, we're making a third gremlin. Story's yeah. done, yeah. it's happened. So I I read a thing today where um, someone was asking Joe Dante about it, who, you know, Joe Dante, like, directed Gremlins. Mm -hmm. And um, he seems so annoyed with the entire thing. Okay. He, he like, (laughs) he, I guess he didn't get asked in any, he's not involved in any way in the new Gremlins, like, at all. And I, I think he brought it up multiple times in his, you know, in his thing. And he's like, you know, I don't have that much information. They didn't, they didn't contact me, but he did say like, you know what? I'm not sure what their plans are, but I know Chris Columbus has plans. That might not be the same plans. Warner brother wants to do. And then they also have to get Steven Spielberg on board and Amblin has to be on board. And he was basically like, I don't know if he's just upset. So he was trying to say like, it's not going to happen, but he was basically saying like, look, there's too many cooks in the kitchen. Don't count on it. Yeah, You know what I mean? I mean? Which yeah. is, it's, it's, it like, it, it bums you out, but he also, at the same time, he's also like admitting, I don't have really info because I'm not involved in this.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I've got a couple of thoughts on this. So one, you guys, I've, we've talked about it a lot. I'm not always, when you bring back these old franchises, I'm very much, uh, in favor of bringing on new blood. So it's not very important to me that the original director of Gremlins directs the new Gremlins. I think it's cool if they have input or if they're there in a producer capacity. Uh, but if you're gonna relaunch, uh, and let's say Gremlins is not Star Wars or Jurassic Park, like it's not like Gremlins Three is gonna go make five hundred million dollars. So you you really have to have like, you know, a good approach. Otherwise, it's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of people going, well, why did they even bring this back? You know, so right, um gremlins 3 in some form or capacity has been talked about for i mean it's almost like ghostbusters 3 since gremlins 2 came out there's always been talk of a third one um and we actually watched gremlins 2 recently and that movie is so funny yeah just as a i love it oh, yeah it, love it is uh the i was telling abby the uh secret elevator that goes into the potted plant on the sidewalk
2: oh yeah. my god that was my <laughs> dream
0: as a child to own because like it was very reminiscent of the way that the Ninja Turtles coming out of their shells tour, like they where they would rise through the stage. Uh-huh. Um, so I was convinced in my household I would have some sort of elevator that went from the basement to my bedroom at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, never happened. Thanks. Came up
2: through the nightstand. <laughs> yeah, come up That's
0: through the cool. nightstand. Uh, but, like, I feel like there's probably been tons of different pitches and takes on Gremlins 3 over the years, and it's just one of those things where they probably don't want to do it with a big budget. And I just worry, like, I feel like if the studios got their way, it would just be, like, a CGI fest. But I think maybe they're smart enough smart yeah. enough to know that, like, it's probably oh, not the best idea. That's so
2: disrespectful, yeah.
0: Well, you wouldn't make, like, a Dark Crystal or Labyrinth with CGI characters. So <laughs> why you shouldn't do Gremlins. Or you, here's the perfect example. Like, you wouldn't have a Muppets movie with CGI Muppets. Right? Mm. Ever. Mm-mm. So... Don't even think about it with Gremlins because part of the, like, amazing part about Gremlins is that you're watching hundreds of these manually uh, handled in puppets. Yeah. Um, or Muppets. Doing musical numbers. Yeah, having fun and doing yeah, music. exactly. But, Jake, I talked to you about this this week. So, uh, I don't know if he's enemy of the podcast, but he's close. Max Landis. Mm. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, He had a take that he said he had pitched... Uh, I think he said he pitched it to Joe Dante on a Gremlins three take that would have basically been um, a found footage movie, where where it starts off with a couple girls on Christmas morning.
2: What is happening? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is not from my computer.
0: What? Oh wait, what? Oh, uh, that was my computer. Sorry.
2: Yeah, it's not mine. Uh,
0: sorry. A little in- wait a minute, guys.
2: Guys. Is, was that Paul Feig?
0: No. What? That was a gremlin. Oh, was that
2: electricity? <laughs> that was internet gremlin? Internet.
0: The new gremlin, internet gremlin. Internet
3: gremlin. Wi-Fi gremlin. Uh,
0: Wi-Fi gremlin. He was in you there. You keep him or
3: You want him. That's the only gremlin you want around.
0: Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's like, God, I wish Wi-Fi gremlin would show up. Uh, I like how this is. Oh, my God. This is why I love our dynamic. Hold on. I'm going to take a second. I love our dynamic because we're talking about gremlins. Mm-hmm. We're in the middle of this discussion about gremlins. The computer starts going haywire. It's very obvious to me that I'm going to say, what was that? And somebody was going to go, a gremlin. And I go, what was that? And Abby goes, Paul Feig. <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh, so anyways, no. Max Landis had a take on Gremlins that was a found footage movie which starts on Christmas morning mm-hmm. with a couple girls filming on their iPhones, little girls, and they get a mogwai for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then... It unfolds from there, and at some point, the gremlins take over as they tend to do, and then they take control of the camera, and it's from the gremlins' perspective for the second half of the movie. What do you guys think of that?
3: I, I hate the found footage idea, except the fact that the gremlins like take over. Like That's a funny thing, and that's something that I could see happening. But like a whole movie that's found footage just so the gremlins could take it over for the – for the end doesn't yeah. it, it doesn't seem like it will work that long like if they did it as just like a short thing within yeah. a whole movie then that would be funnier than just mm-hmm. having the entire thing being found like found footage at this point is done
1: yeah
3: like yeah. i don't think people not that many people do it anymore and when they do usually people are like uh found footage right it, yeah it's it's need. It's it's, it's
2: it's yeah absolutely it's the macarena i don't think that it's macarena. i feel like jake said <laughs> yeah if you incorporated it into a, a larger movie where, like, you open on a family or some likable characters, hmm, and then, like, have it be Christmas morning that would be kind of cool. Um, but
0: that doesn't have to be found footage, that could just be the movie,
2: right? Like, I like the idea. Well, I don't know if it was someone's originally of the eBay purchase,
3: somewhere that, that
2: is that's, hilarious.
0: That, that's I think great,
3: makes no so, sense, but is yes. like that's a funny thing.
0: So Mm -hmm. somewhere out there, I don't know where this was either, a fan theory or Zach Galligan. Somebody had pitched an idea. Maybe we talked about it before, if we have, forgive me. But Mm -hmm. it's too funny to not talk about that. They wanted to take the Gremlins international. And it's like, well, how do you get, like, you know, the Gremlins in Paris and in Rome and all these other places? Like, well, obviously. Gizmo
2: wanders into a collector's house. And then that collector sells Gizmo without any prior knowledge. Yeah, exactly, of the rules.
0: Yeah. Sells them on eBay. To somebody across the sea, mm-hmm. and then all hell breaks loose. Mm-hmm. I love that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I love it. It's
1: fun.
0: Also, in the world of Gremlins, I feel like they have some other, like you know, like Gremlins too. They make it's all like inside tongue and cheek jokes. Like I like the idea of they don't use eBay. It's like Grembay, you know, like the Gremsters. <laughs> yes, like Hulkster Hulk Hogan yes. challenges the Gremsters. Uh, I love that. Uh, mm-hmm. It is
1: great.
0: So you guys brought up Wi Fi Gremlin. Are there any other modern takes on? iterations of gremlins we would like to see
2: gluten-free oh, gremlin <laughs> dude because i love i love salad gremlin so much and that was so of the time I right guess, right, like right a salad buffet they're all out. there would right.
1: be, a right. be a gluten-free but
2: gluten-free. what
3: would like how would they portray gluten-free gremlin hmm. he'd be a dick uh,
0: they're all dicks
1: <laughs> i gotta think about
0: that one uh, <laughs> yeah, I, don't know. I don't know like conceptually how do you Portray salad gremlin. It's like, oh, he's just like half he's made, made of salad. salad. He's
2: in he a buffet. He's made of salad. Yeah. yeah. He pops out of the buffet. God, that's just like an amalgam of everything that I love.
0: Yeah. So. Um. I like it. So there's probably tons of modern day gremlins that you could have. You could have like, uh, I don't know. See, now it's over. Now that I'm thinking about it too hard, let's yeah, just stick with. Wa- can do it. Hey, mm-hmm. let's just stick with Wi-Fi wi- 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 gremlin and uh, gl- fidget
2: spinner gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working really hard. Vape, vape gremlin. See? He's just, uh, just always oh, on his boy. vaporizer. Oh, there you yeah. go. Oh, he's such a douche. Charizard. Charizard.
0: <laughs> oh. Now, that would be, how funny We've would that. We've already
2: talked about the. What? Pokemon gremlin, like, tie-in. Like, a game where you catch them all.
0: No, but it'd be funny if it was in the movie. Like, did we talk about this? Like, these kids are playing Pokemon Go, and they think they see Pikachu, oh, but it's a gremlin, and, swipe, and they're and trying to trying catch swipe it? they on Stripe. Oh, perfect. I like it. Now, here's my next question, Jake. You ready for this? Yo. Yep. Why aren't we writing Gremlins 3?
3: Mm. Um, We're lazy.
2: Valid oh, oh, okay. question. We have
3: no connections to Hollywood.
2: Okay. Hey, we know um, where Zach Gallagher lives, kind of. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and I think that about covers it. Also, we don't write movies. We're we might. Yet.
2: Not yet. Now, maybe we,
3: can, we? maybe we can get Chris Columbus on the show, and we'll okay. pitch him Wi-Fi Gremlin, and then right. he can write it.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: I would like to see Chris Columbus discover our Gremlins 3 script. Mm-hmm. I just touched on all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, another question. Zach Galligan, he says he wants to come back for Gremlins 3. I think that would be great for him. But wouldn't Gremlins 3 be funnier with Zach Galifianakis?
2: Mm.
0: No. No? <laughs> no. All right.
2: Okay. I'll find it.
0: Zach Galligan, Is time done? Who?
2: Is Zach Galifianakis? Galifianakis?
0: He's like gluten-free Gremlin. Uh-huh. He had his moment in the sun, okay. but it's over.
2: Got it. Got it. Um, Moving on.
0: In all seriousness, I know we've been kind of goofing good about stress, here. Good
2: stress.
0: What would you want to see? it Like, if they were going to make a Gremlins 3 movie, like, seriously, like, what kind of stuff would you... Because sort of the first Gremlins is kind of like... It's almost like an actual horror movie. The second one is more of a tongue-in-cheek, like, parody of Gremlins. Like, would you right. want to see it to go more back to its roots? Or would you want to see it maybe stick with the tone of the the second movie or maybe something completely different
3: i i think um i think the best thing for it to do would be to to go back to its roots even though i think even though i think i enjoy gremlins 2 more than gremlins 1 like it's it's super funny to me and it's just so silly i think if they tried to do that now though it just wouldn't be funny it, it wouldn't like they they wouldn't be able to make that same kind of movie, but if they if they kind of went back and 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 made it a little more dark like the first one, it could still have some jokes in it for sure, but I think that would be more successful um more than anything i would I would not want to see c g i gremlins okay
1: mm-hmm.
0: something just popped in my head, and I'm gonna put it out there into the world and listen like I've been saying, we've got a lot of new listeners. Like I said it last week, we had more downloads on our IT review than we ever have so we've got all these new ears on the Yes Have Some podcast what I'm saying is, don't you think The Lonely Island should make a Gremlins movie?
3: Yeah <laughs> Sure, at is least a song at yeah. least a song about the Gremlins the music
0: Okay, even yeah. that would be sure. just perfect mm-hmm. like, I could just see like it's Gizmo
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh He's so cute, but I fed him after midnight. Anyways, (laughs) I'm just spitballing, man. I just, I like the idea of taking it. I like it. it. And it's, it's Danny Mc, well, I'm not going to spoil my stress. Jake, any more stress for you tonight?
3: Man, you know what? One other thing that's not, this isn't stressful, but it's, it's, you know what? Fuck that. This is stressful. Okay. So. You know, you guys, we, we all share a love for A Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. yeah. It's a great it's a great movie. It's very good. Um, I don't know if you guys have this version, but the last time it was released on Blu-ray, um, you could get it with the original ending.
1: Oh, right. right because
3: right. if anybody, you know, if you've seen the play, you know, which the movie is based on, mm-hmm. it's completely different. The ending is completely different. yeah um, Everybody dies in the play. Everybody oh, wow. dies yeah. in the play, and the plants kind of take over the world. Like, that's how the play ends. And um, the Jake first Gunn. time I – Yeah.
1: What is that? What was
3: that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just a car. Okay.
0: Guys. I'm, I'm fine. Guys, what, I'm hey, fine. What a great – I'm glad we organized that car to drive by for the for the sake of the callback to that joke. <laughs> All right. Sorry, Jake. Keep going. The play, everyone dies. Um,
3: Go. Yeah, Everybody dies. And, you know, the first time I saw the actual play, I was like, what? My mind was blown because I had seen the movie since I was a child. And I was like, whoa, this is way different. And I like it better. It, it's it, it's just got it's got some good stuff in it. Um, so they originally that was the ending to the movie. And um, when they tested it, everybody hated it. So they they changed like the last 30 minutes, almost like 25 minutes of the movie is completely different. Um, when they put it out on Blu-ray, they restored the original ending, they colorized it, and you can watch the director's cut, um, where where you just have a whole new ending, a couple different songs, and, um, I like it much better that way, which is weird, because usually director's cuts, you know, usually you don't like them as much, Mm -hmm. um, answer the call, and, uh, I like the director's cut better, and I just read today? today... (laughs) <laughs> I just read today that um for 2 days in October um Fathom Events is going to put it in theaters with the original ending. It's going to be October the 29th and the 31st and it's it like that's just going to be cool to first of all to be, to be able to see Little Shop of Horrors in the theater alone and then get to see it with like the original ending the way it should have been. Yeah. That's really cool, uh, man. Cool. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised cool. they
0: don't do stuff like that even more often than they like. You know, they're always trying to figure out ways to get more income off these uh, properties that already exist. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like anybody who's a big fan of that movie would want to go and see it in theaters
1: like mm-hmm. that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It says that it's also going to include um, like a, an interview with Frank Oz, like a new interview. Frank Oz directed it.
1: Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
0: Also directed
3: What About Bob, one of my favorite movies. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Um, did we talk about the Little Shop of Horrors remake that they're doing? Have we talked about that?
3: I think we talked about it a little bit, but there's been such there's been such uh they've been talking about remaking Little Shop of Horrors for years. it's one of those things. They they keep every couple of years you see some news like, Oh, this is gonna happen. This person's gonna be in it. And then you never hear anything else. So it's one. It's one of those things that's like I'll believe it when I actually start seeing
1: mm-hmm. more than
3: just "Hey, we're thinking about making another version of this."
0: The last time, a couple weeks ago, they had said that Josh Gad and Rebel Wilson were going to be in it, uh, right? Which is fine. I mean, I don't. Before that, it was it was Joseph Gordon Levitt. Okay, um, I kind of like Josh Gad. Like he was kind of the best part of Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, and he's really mm-hmm. good in Book of Mormon. Yeah, and, that's where I like him in the most. He is, yeah. He is. So Rebel Wilson, I mean, like, it's fine. Like, it's one of those things. Like, they don't really need to remake Little Shop of Horrors. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't. I mean, unless they're just going to have a completely different take on it. I. It's another one of those things. Those are like
2: two different, very different, like character types. than yeah. the original. So yeah. it feels like a departure. Mm-hmm. So.
3: Uh, I'm surprised that they're not just doing it for, you know how like ABC and uh, a couple, uh, one of the other channels has been like redoing all these musicals. I'm surprised they're not just doing it that way because it seems like it would be easier and quicker because those are just filmed versions of the play. And, you know,
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, so I don't know. Yeah, because traditionally musicals, uh, who knows? I mean. They're doing a new "A Star Is Born" with Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. So, mm-hmm. I mean, hey man, maybe it'll be huge. Yeah. But I want to go see so, the original with the uh, with the alternate scene because that sounds very yeah, sounds enjoyable.
3: Great. Although we do it have is. that
0: Blu-ray, we have it. You guys yeah. should
3: watch. The, you guys should watch that alternate ending. It's great.
0: Mm-hmm. No,
3: no, I will.
0: I will. I will. not doing it. <clears throat> hey man, I'm not doing no. it, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, I will not do that. uh well cool man well thank you that's some good uh uh going into october stress there's actually tons like uh, the plaza theater which is a really cool uh independently owned theater in atlanta that shows uh you know they do the uh, rocky horror all the time and they show the room all the time Uh, But they do all sorts of different movies in there, and it's a really popular spot.
2: It's got, like, a sick marquee. It's, like, still Art Deco.
0: Well, what's cool cool. about the Plaza Theater is a couple years ago it almost went out of business. And then there's been this resurgence in, like, just, like, the film community. and people
2: Draft House. Yeah, people
0: appreciating uh, uh, classic cinema. So uh, it's really cool. Plaza Theater, uh, if you're in Atlanta, they're doing a bunch of John Carpenter movies. Uh, some lesser-known ones, some of the more famous ones. They're doing Christine. uh, They're
2: playing The Shining this weekend? Well, The
0: Shining this weekend, Mm -hmm. uh, which would be really cool to see uh, on the big screen. But yeah, they're doing Christine, they're doing The Thing, and uh, they're also doing Halloween. And then, gosh, I'm going to totally back myself into a quarter, but Jake, there was a horror movie that John Carpenter did in 1994 starring Sam Neill, and I don't know what it's called. Do you know what it's called? Sam, in the mouth of madness. Yes, yeah, that's. Right.
3: I heard it's good. Mm-hmm. Tell it's me, it's very weird. It's good, but it's super, super weird. It's very like Lovecraftian, and it's it's one of those like he, you know, he's slowly like going mad. So it kind of feels like you also are going mad because oh, he's like seeing things, you know. Oh, does it's, he hear voices? <laughs> yeah, everything. It's it's good. You guys should check it out. It's super weird, but yeah, it's enjoyable. Cool. Sam Neill. It's fucking Sam Neill. It's fucking Sam Neill. They do
0: traveling hoods. Um, so, yeah, Plaza uh, Theater is also going to be playing that. Um, so, very cool. All right, guys. Very
2: cool.
0: Well, hey. I got a little stress. Mm-hmm. I Let's do too it. Long. Let's hear it. Let's talk about it. All right. So, we talk about franchise movie making a lot. Um, there's been a lot of news lately in regard to some of my favorite franchises. Obviously, we got the Star Wars news uh, about Colin Trevorrow on Episode 9. Um, I mean, listen, there's a lot of people who are not happy about J.J. Abrams because they're afraid that he's going to try to play it safe. Um, right. Because there's a lot of people um, who say Episode 7 was was a lot of safe safe moves. Yeah, right. Oh,
3: moves. yeah, it was so safe. Let's kill Han Solo. Yeah, dude.
2: <laughs> wow.
3: Oh, wow. we played it the safest we could.
2: God. I like the Force Awakens.
3: I love I For- love
2: BB8. Just the simple addition of that character and Ray as a character. Like right. and I love Kylo Ren. Like I fucking love that movie. I don't care. I love Force Awakens. I'm not going to turn on it.
0: Um what there was real quick before I go into my main chunk here. Uh there was a pe- a quote unquote petition picking up steam to replace JJ J. Abrams on episode 9 and Jake, I know you love petitions. <laughs> this <laughs> one
2: They get so much done. This oh, one had over oh, 3
0: thousand signatures. Whoa. Whoa. Right? So what do you guys think? Star Wars episode seven force awakens highest grossing film of all time or Mm. three (laughs) thousand signatures. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, I just thought that was an interesting tidbit, but um, so it was announced that uh, Danny McBride, he's, he's writing the new uh, Halloween movie um, and they're bringing back Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm -hmm. The movie is going to be filmed uh, next month in Charleston, South Carolina. It will be released next October. They are completely ignoring all of the Halloween sequels after Halloween 2. Gotcha. So 1 and
3: 2, and then this will take place right after 2.
0: Yes. Or sometime, sometime after 2. Well, so I, I don't know if anybody's talked about this yet. Do we think this is going to be... A traditional forty years later, he has come home. Halloween story, mm-hmm. or could we be seeing the usage of digital de aging? And could we see Jamie Lee Curtis maybe maybe it's five years after Halloween okay. too?
2: Getting right back in that pocket, I see.
0: I mean, I, I just look. Jamie Lee Curtis looks great for her age. I don't think no time out. Jamie Lee Curtis she just, just she just looks great.
2: She's great,
1: yeah.
0: I don't think it would be that hard to make this movie not place take place 40 years later maybe 10 years later 20 years later have you guys thought
3: about that at all no i haven't thought about that at all i, I always just wonder how much like how expensive that is to de-age somebody and um i i don't think anybody's done that for like a full feature yet you know usually right. when you see that kind of stuff it's just flashbacks or, mm-hmm. or super short so I don't know what goes into to doing that and if doing that for a full length feature is like a feasible thing or if it's worth it to do that. So that hadn't even crossed my mind. But um, I, ge- I mean I guess it's possible.
0: Yeah,
2: well, that's a big special effects budget just for her then.
0: But yeah. here's the thing. So what? They announced that Jamie Lee Curtis is going to be in the movie, right? And everybody just assumes, oh, she's starring in the new Halloween. She could be in the movie for two minutes. If they
2: could do a Drew Barrymore. Like we don't
0: know. Fan. Like it, everything that the only thing that they're saying is that this is going to be a unique and different approach to Halloween. So I hope with whatever they come up with is, you know, worthy of the originals. I think there's going to be some people that are bummed that they're igno- ignoring like the other sequels. But let's face it. Halloween is almost as bad as Terminator, which I'm going to get to in a second. And the fact that you've got one and two. And then you have Halloween 3, which is Season of the Witch, which is completely different and nothing to do with Michael Myers. And then you've got Halloween 4, which is where Michael Myers comes back. But then 4, 5, and 6 kind of exist as their own little trilogy. And then you have Halloween H2O, which is the first time Jamie Lee Curtis came back, and which is also the first time they ignored Halloween 3 through 6. So really, they've kind of done this before. Right. We'll see what happens though. Yeah, I'm, I'm right. very excited about it. I think that Halloween is a super viable uh, franchise. I love Michael Myers. Uh, Halloween is my favorite horror movie of all time. And I'm, I'm super pumped uh, about the opportunity uh, to go see it. And like, listen, we all got burned with Ghostbusters, but we got Star Wars bringing back the original people. We got Halloween. Keep bringing them back. Bring back Robert England. Bring back Zach Galligan, Gizmo. Bring them all back. Let's yeah. just do it. Yeah. Um, Cause I, As long as you've got good, talented filmmakers, uh, like, I'd be nervous if John Carpenter was directing the new Halloween, right? Just like I'd be nervous if James Cameron was directing the new Terminator that they announced. He's producing it, um, but Tim Miller's directing it, and that's the other thing I wanted to talk about right now.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. So they announced that uh, Linda Hamilton's coming back. She's back. Yeah. How awesome. Yeah. I
2: mean, I'm pumped for that. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking
0: awesome. There was an article in Hollywood Reporter today. Apparently, James Cameron, he said he was... So, Linda Hamilton is the mother of James Cameron's oldest daughter.
2: She's my mother, Todd.
0: Just like that. <laughs> uh, he said he was nervous and waited over a week before asking her to come back. Like, he was... James Cameron had stress <laughs> by asking Linda Hamilton to come back. She
2: was back. waiting for Linda Hamilton's
0: three dots to pop up. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> he, he, was, he, he was so worried she wasn't going to – he was like, well, she saw the message. Yeah. You know, he <laughs> says she saw it. Um, <clears throat> so basically, Tim Miller, he's directed one movie, Deadpool. Deadpool was extremely successful. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to do Deadpool 2. didn't work out. He's now doing Terminator 6, which is also ignoring Terminator 3, 4, and 5. Yeah. Bad, right. they not so good. good. Completely.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's a good idea. Mm-hmm. It is a good idea. James Cameron in an interview today talked a lot about artificial intelligence and what it means in our world today and how excited he is to tackle those kind of themes in a world where artificial intelligence is something that like uh, we're actually dealing with. And like we've got drones flying packages around and like mm-hmm. everybody's addicted to their technology. Um, and, and I kind of feel like Terminator Genesis tried to do that a little bit, but it really failed miserably.
2: Mm-hmm. Um Definitely got
0: lost, yeah. But, but one thing that he, the and Abby, I want to ask you about this. He says that one of the reasons he wants to bring Linda Hamilton yeah. back is because he wants to see a badass 60-year-old woman just like there's badass 60-year-old men in films.
2: Yeah. Oh, I couldn't fucking... That's why I love Mad Max Fury Road. Like, the uh, the motorcycle-riding sisterhood of, like, the, the older women. That, like, especially the one who had, like, the bag of seeds. Uh, which I was just thinking of. Uh, George Miller's the name of the director, right? Uh-huh. Uh, he... Yeah. When we were just talking about older directors, like, coming back and helming their franchises. Like, he did a kick-ass job. He's the exception. And those 60-year-old, whatever-year-old women are super inspirational. And, yeah, I would love to see... Because, yeah, there is kind of that, like, gender gap, like... You know, you want to see – you do see a lot of those, like, aging, you know, male whatever roles. And, so like, you know, that's that's very accepted in Hollywood. And I feel like it would be very cool to see some females in those kind of tough roles just as much.
0: James Cameron came out a couple weeks ago and said that he thought Wonder Woman was a step back. And he doubled down today. He was bas- – his, and this is – I want to get your opinion again. He said, listen – Gal Gadot is beautiful. She was like Miss Israel, and she's basically wearing a bustier. He feels like, even though she was a strong female character, because she had so a lack many... Of
2: representation of...
0: Just, she's a traditionally, like, beautiful woman. Does that take away from her, like, the way that she can empower females?
2: It's such a weird fucking dicey subject. Talk about honestly, it. I mean, I kind of... Because I'm asking Jake dude, I like I want James Cameron to calm down a lot, because Wonder Woman was, like... It crushed it at the box office. It did a lot. Um, it answered the question of like whether a female superhero could like lead a movie and make a bunch of money, and it definitely did. Um, and I was inspired watching the movie, and I thought she was beautiful and badass, and I really enjoyed it. But I also really identified with Sarah Connor as a character, probably more so than Wonder Woman, and probably more so than a lot of female characters on screen, um, because of the hardship that she goes through and the fact that she extracts herself from it and that, like, she's, she's, like, a good mom and she's a badass and she's fucking ripped and, like, she's smart and calculated and tough and strong and moves quickly and is a decisive hero throughout that movie. And I was inspired when I watched her. I'd love to see her come back. But I'm also like, James Cameron, like, don't, just, I don't know, calm down. Like, Wonder like... Wonder Woman doesn't need, like, she's doing fine, I guess. I guess I felt like maybe it was just kind of unnecessary. It's kind of out of left field. Yeah, to throw things at her. So there you go, the
0: movie. uh, Sorry, this is a complete sidebar. Abby's phone just popped up. And Abby, I want you to read the notification that you just got.
2: Oh, Peter Vakeman sent you a friend request. Don't worry, guys. Peter Vakeman from Ghostbusters wants to be my friend. Oh, good.
3: Okay. Oh, good. Good. I was wondering what he was up to. Yeah. He's like, yeah. "Hey,
2: stop talking about hey, Wonder Woman." Is that
3: <laughs> Wait, wait. Is that con- Wait, is that like you heard it right here? Confirmation Ghostbusters 3 is happening. It's happening. He's
0: here. It's real. Peter Vigman said, "Oh. oh um, you should see Peter." So, what was interesting about this article with James Cameron is he's talking about this new Star or this new Terminator series like he wants he wants to do what The Force Awakens did. He realizes that what exists right now in the world of Terminator is not that great. He said flat out, "This is they're passing the torch to a new generation of younger characters, mainly an 18 to 22-year-old female, which will lead the new trilogy of Terminator films. Okay. Hey, listen, maybe it'll work, maybe it won't. Bring back T-1000. I want the nostalgia kick. I don't care how good the movie is. Yeah. I need that Robert Patrick
2: because mm-hmm.
0: that guy's great. And Get it in the
2: late 90s or like the mid or something.
0: Yeah, How I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. How funny would they say, like, we want to bring back, uh, we want to have an, uh, a 60-year-old badass, but like they oh. de-age her to look like she's 35. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> yeah, I guess that um, doesn't make any
0: sense. But it, it kind of got, these these things got me thinking this week about like the selective sequels and we're at a point in time where if you have a franchise that's viable and you put out a movie and it doesn't do so well or doesn't do what you want it to do either financially or storyline wise, you just wait a couple years and you do another one and you act like that one didn't happen. Mm
3: -hmm. Ghostbusters. So, um, (laughs) as movies have been doing that for a very long time. It it can, it can be confusing. Uh, I mean, it is confusing sometimes because not everybody follows movies the way, you know, maybe we do. And yeah, some people don't know that. So like what? How many Halloween movies are there at this point?
0: Uh, one, two, three, four, seven, eight, nine, something like 11 or 12.
3: Okay. But there are like three different ways you can watch. You know what I mean? Like, right, like right, There right. are some movies that pretend this one doesn't happen. And then there are other movies that pretend this one. does. So it's like, it's weird. Jaws even, like Jaws of Revenge pretends Jaws 3 doesn't happen. And they don't, they never say that. You know, there's no like, it's, it's just like, it's confusing. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, if you think about it, like in comic books, they do
0: that all the time. Like, they do it all
3: the time, but that's such a different medium. And the people who are reading comic books know, like it's complete common knowledge. But when people are, yeah. when they're like general public are watching a movie, if there are already three to them, this is part four, like the general public knows remake and they know sequel. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Like they don't want to sit here and be like, wait, well, how come part three doesn't exist anymore like it's there why doesn't it why don't they make it it's weird but if the if the movie they make is good enough if hollow if this new halloween comes out and it's like amazing and it's you know halloween franchise hasn't been doing so good for a very long time and if this movie comes out and you're like oh fuck then that's good that makes people forget or not care that it that it's kind of confusing what they're doing same with terminator the last three terminators have been pretty awful if this one comes out and it's great, then people are going to be like, "Yeah, one, two, six—that's how it should be." Yeah, mm-hmm. what they should call it a
0: T two Judgment Day two. Mm-hmm. T <laughs> 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 uh, two. I mean, they're doing that with Final Fantasy seven. T o o. T two also. Uh, no, T two again. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy VII, because like on in, in the video game world, all the Final Fantasy games are all kind of like different like entities, mm-hmm. and they're doing a sequel, or they did a sequel to Final Fantasy VII. It's like Final Fantasy VII Part Two. So, hey, if the movie's good, people are gonna go see it, and we'll all be there. And if it sucks, we'll be the first ones to be like, "Yep, that sucks." Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and then they'll probably you know what if if the new if T six fails. They'll make another Terminator, like okay, this is the sequel to Genesis. Yeah, <laughs> right. right. Um, this is the one so, you wanted. Franchise won't... Guys, let's face it. Ghostbusters is our number one, and that's probably going to be the only franchise that ever just dies. Like, no, there's just no more Ghostbusters. Everything else. <laughs> there's 100 alien movies and 1,000 Terminator movies and 80 mm-hmm. diehards, but mm-hmm. we got three Ghostbusters. <laughs>
2: 15 magic school buses. Yeah.
0: Um, oh. So... It's weird though because like you would think Ghostbusters would be the perfect entity to be like, no, the last one didn't really work. We're just going to move on and make a new one and act like it didn't happen. But they're like, no, we got to combine the universes. Like, oh, <laughs> god damn it. You don't have to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways. So cool. Listen, we covered a lot of ground. We played Gerald's game.
2: We did. No, uh, we
0: did. We we the one where we got a couple gremlins, played Gerald's game and then talked about Linda Hamilton. Mm-hmm. It was it was fun all around. But the, mm-hmm. the fact is
2: Very inspiring.
0: We've got a big month coming up. We got a couple events coming up. We got conventions we're going to. Uh,
2: haunted Houses. Haunted
0: houses. We're gonna go to Halloween horror nights. And at the end of this month <clears throat> October culminates with two big events, right? Culminates? That's the word, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Sure. We got Stranger
0: Things season two starts. Mm-hmm. And the three of us will be meeting Sir Richard Dreyfus yeah. mm-hmm. at a convention. Now yep. I, he doesn't. He's not actually a knight, but yeah. I'm going to call him Sir Richard Dreyfus. But we
2: respect right. him just the same.
0: And uh, that's going to be really fun. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we're going to interview him on the spot. And we're going to record it.
3: Yeah, we're just going to record it. He's not going to know. But
0: wait, we should literally do that. Oh yeah. Like, let's see how long we can keep him in conversation. And then we just posted it. Let's see if it, we can
2: get arrested by uh, Richard Dreyfuss.
0: Interv- he can't arrest he can't us. can actually
2: <laughs> arrest by the police. We're gonna get the cops called on us. It'll be good.
0: Um, but Jake, you've met Richard Dreyfuss before. We have not met Richard Dreyfuss, so I'm, I'm very much looking forward to uh, to that experience.
3: Yeah, it's gonna be good, man. Uh, it's gonna be fun. I, you know, met him before, and I've talked about it. We've talked about it before. It was a good meeting, but you know, he wasn't doing autographs. It's gonna be cool to meet him again. It's gonna be a little more loosey goosey. Yeah. And uh, I'm excited.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, we'll we'll be doing all the Stranger Things coverage, obviously. And uh, like we said, go to facebook.com/slash uh, yes have some cast, uh, and also go to our Facebook uh, group group therapy. Fa- uh, yes, have some group therapy, and let us know uh, what horror movies you want us to tackle. We're going to put up a poll. But if you have anything way out of left field, let's say you have a horror movie that you love that nobody knows about, let us know. We'll watch it mm-hmm. and we'll talk. We'll talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Maybe yeah, you love that's
3: gonna be fun.
1: <clears throat>
0: um and uh don't forget check us out on Twitter, Instagram, at YHS Podcast. If you ever want to send us an email, uh it's yeshavesomecast at gmail dot com. And thank you to Trevor, uh, our listener Trevor, who is at EctoMods on uh Instagram. He took some really cool pictures from uh Ontario, the the shooting yeah, locations. Uh and he sent uh sent us the... uh you send them our way, and we always love stuff like that. So, listen, if you live in a town where they shot a movie that you think we want to know about, send us some pictures. We'll post them up. We'll get them out there. Very cool. Um, what I loved is that those pictures were great, but it was made my heart break. Yeah. Just my, I like Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah. I do. I like Mike. Yeah.
2: That
0: Definitely movie, Like Mike. Mike, Little Bow Wow, Dude, it should be Mike Hamlin.
2: <laughs> Mike, likes
0: it. So... Um, Other than that, we got a big month coming up. We really appreciate uh, all of our listeners. Please do not forget, uh, wherever you listen to Yes, Have Some, whether it's iTunes or a podcast app, Downcast, Stitcher, uh, whatever you may be using, don't forget to subscribe. And uh, head to iTunes and uh, leave us a five-star review. And uh, maybe let us know what you think. Uh, Hashtag too many eggs on the basket. Is that what it was? Uh, That's an inside joke, but you guys know about that. Uh, But we do. We really appreciate the reviews. Uh, and the feedback mm-hmm. and uh, hitting that subscribe button uh, helps us a lot. It gets us uh, out there uh, more than we are and brings in new listeners. And I've been saying it all day. Thank you so much to all of our new listeners. We mm-hmm. really appreciate you guys checking out. Yes, have some podcast. Yeah.
3: Uh, Joining the conversation.
0: Sh-
2: starting the sh- conversation.
3: Um, should we. Um, I thought you were let... shushing me. I was looking so, like should... hey, shush. You, you guys hush. Shh. No, uh, should we let them know what the next episode is going to be? So we can give them a little heads up for uh, maybe listening. I oh, we're more. talking
2: about C-H-U-C-K. Why don't you yeah. come out? And Why r- don't you tell them about the next episode, Thank you. Craig. So next that week. very good. Uh, Thank
0: you. So movie release next week, The Cult of Chucky, the newest installment in the uh, Child's Play series. Uh, we're going to be talking about that, and we're going to be talking about all the Child's Play movies. So your homework, your reading assignment for the summer, not for the summer, but for the next week. Chuck up. It's the Chuck-Up.
2: hmm The Yes, sure. I Chuck. up you all better chuck up
0: <laughs> you all better chuck up you are going to want to watch Child's Play, uh-huh. Child's Play 2, and Child's Play 3.
2: hmm
0: Bride of Chucky. Oh. Seed of Chucky. Oh. Curse of Chucky. And you
2: got to follow the Chucky car that lives somewhere in our neighborhood. <laughs> yes. you got
0: to. <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking about all the Child's Play movies, what we love about them, what we hate about them, the highs, the lows, the kills. Yes. And we're going to be talking about the new movie, Curse of... Uh, no. Cult. Cult of Chucky. Cult. They're sticking with these C's now. Cult of Chuck tu- Cult of Chucky, Curse of Chucky. Cult of Personality. The next one should be Curse of Chucky Cheese.
2: Curse
0: of
3: Chuck I and Cheese. So
0: this is what it is. A it's ch- like a,
3: that sounds like a goosebumps book.
1: Yeah.
0: A struggling <laughs> local business that specializes in children's games and auto uh erotic oh. performances. <laughs> Watch out, are these uh <laughs> hires? one Chucky uh-huh. to be their newest attraction. You guys like that? Yes. I'm just imagining the uh, the cover of the DHS. He's got the scissors but he's cutting off the Chucky cheese. He's inside
2: it. the claw machine but then he uses the claw and that becomes his way Oh get that? man, that's a good idea. Oh, Actually, fuck yeah. I like that. I like it a lot. There you go. They, wow. and then they
0: sell Chucky on eBay. Mm, it's going to be good. <laughs> uh,
2: Dude, the idea of hiding from Chucky throughout like uh, an arcade apartment, I like that very
0: like it Perfect. Um, they haven't taken Chuck to space yet but let's get him to a theme park before we go to space um, space cadet Chuck don't like it. so listen next week we'll be talking about child's play and we all love those movies uh, Jake as a little uh, preview what's your favorite child's play uh, the
3: first one me too
2: me too the best cause one. that's the one I've seen I, 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 got some, I, got,
3: I got some that I like some I don't like um, but I mean the first the first one's the best one cool uh we'll be talking about all those
0: and uh like i said we'll be talking about the new one and uh you guys can join in on the fun give us your feedback if you watch the new chucky uh and we'll go from there and that's going to start off our yes have some halloween horror month mm-hmm. that's what i'm going to call yeah. it just that's, that's what it's called now yeah a good okay. name, it's month. For that. um so cool
1: <laughs> it's such a bad name. it's such a good name.
0: Uh, cool, and uh, that's about it. So thank you guys so much for joining us this week. Thank you uh, once again to our interview guest last week, Carlos Monte. Check him out on Instagram. Uh, and that's all she wrote for Jacob Hall, yep. and Abigail Gardner. My name's Craig Goldberg. Saying
2: it's time to
0: play the game. Oh boy, is that our theme music? Yeah. We're gonna to use Triple H's yeah. music for Gerald's game. The game,
1: do it. Do that's it. what
0: we're gonna do. That's what you. That's what you're all hearing right now. Listen. <laughs> Let me ask. Was Gerald the husband?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Now we've
0: got you. All right. Now I, we... got you. <laughs> I got you. I got you. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Episode 72. Yes, have some in the books. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys.
1: Bye. Bye.